millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, where we had a bit of a chat, as always. We did. We talked a bit of football. We talked a bit of uh, me trying to avoid getting a divorce from my wife. Yeah, well, that was quite deep. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, and we were joined by uh, a very interesting guy from Australia, whose uh, mum and dad, not football fans, had a chance encounter on a train with some world superstars of football and didn't know who the heck they were. And it went beautifully viral. It did. Here it all is. Now, I've decided now that Ashley Cole has signed for Derby, mm. it's another Chelsea connection. You're coming out of retirement, are you? Well, no, I think I'm going to start supporting Derby. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least as well. As well, you're going to keep an eye on them, are yeah. you? It's funny when you have a rant about something. They played our rant where you were a little tributed my rant, really. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, just try and wind you up, poke yeah, you with true. sticks. Yeah, just. <laughs> and they played it on breakfast this morning. And because mm. when you hear it yourself, you think, God, what a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> sort of made some reasonable points, but you know, slightly mad. You've been madder. Time. I mean, I the, your, I have been your best ever one for Chelsea was, we'll be in the blue square within five years. <laughs> uh, for the kids listening, <laughs> we'll be in the conference within five years. No, I've got one like that for this week. I said, I've decided that Burton hmm. have got more chance of making the League Cup final than Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, even I know that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, we never know if they get an early goal. What, you know, nobody in Burton has said that. <laughs> no. Even even the most even Nigel Clark. I mean, what? It must be such a difficult team talk, mustn't it? I suppose for both managers, I yeah. think it's a very difficult game. It was very strange last night during the coverage of the Bolton uh, West Brom game. Hmm. The commentator said uh, it was basically urging people to see. He said, "Let's it's Burton versus Man City. Let's see City finish Burton off in the second leg. <laughs> it's a bit like the days of Rome. Come to the Colosseum and see the gladiators take on Alan Carr. Yeah. You know, it's absolutely <laughs> terrible." I mean, I think, let's be honest, I think they've finished them off already, haven't they? They finished them off at about (laughs) 6-0. They weren't coming back. (laughs) It uh, it was a strange... Well, last night I went to sort of avoid the divorce solicitors for men evening, where I only watch half the game. So I sort of try and split my time between the football and my wife. So you saw one goal, did you? Well, I, I, yes, basically. Yeah. Jay Rodriguez goal. Well, no, so, no, I watched the second half. Oh, okay. There's no right. point only watching the first half. If you're going to choose two halves of a football match to watch, you'd choose the second half, wouldn't you, really? Depends on the match. Well, I mean, if, obviously, you're checking the score. If it was 5-0 at half time, I wouldn't have bothered. But it was okay. still 1-0. I thought Bolton still in it. And mm. um, 
But I, I, I don't know. I got sucked into watching Neighbours and Doctors, and I ended up watching that. Doctors. Oh, you I watch some quality TV, TV, don't you? And Cold Feet, which was very. You're the only person I know who goes home at the evening and watches daytime telly <laughs> recorded in the evening. It does take some doing. It's on. Look, with respect, it's on in the daytime for a reason. It's not quite as good as quite. I'm not always the case. No. There've been some very good it's dramas, of course. I'm trying to sort of. Fit in. My wife likes that particular program. So, what? Can Why I doesn't do? she watch it during the day and well, not inflict it on you? I don't know. We watch Cold Feet though. That's still very. You watch good. Loose Women, dear, about ten o'clock at night. <laughs> no. Well, sometimes really she's got. Head. Sometimes she got this morning on with Eamon and Ruth. What? It, uh, five in the six hot... in the evening. <laughs> oh yeah. That's not. Uh, no, that's that not normal. Be a, it's it not shouldn't normal, be illegal. No, I know. You shouldn't be watching. <laughs> it's like you're on I nights, co- constantly on nights. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I came in at one nil to Albion with fifty-five minutes gone. It's a bit like coming off the bench. You've got to get the pace of the game. Yeah. Even if you don't watch the game from the start. Did so, you feel, did you, you, was you in danger of kind of getting a hamstring injury or something? Because you, 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 you hadn't warmed up enough. <laughs> did you not have your shirt on? <laughs> I was ready to go. Yeah. To be honest though, cold feet was more enjoyable than the football. Okay. I mean, I, I mean Albin, one of those teams I, I look for because of Frank and I always hope they'll do well, but they played all right. They did enough. Yes. Yeah, uh, Bolton got, you know, obviously. Yeah, it was all a bit toxic in the crowd, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, big problem. That was a bit before I watched, but mm. I, I heard about it. And um, it was very interesting, though. Darren Moore, that was very old when Albin got the second and clinching goal. He, he basically slipped off to relieve himself, but you think, well, it was a cold night, I suppose. Yeah, of course. Fair enough. And uh, Gareth Barry got booked. You think. Surely everybody who, who bets on yellow cards, you, you've got to have a bit of fun. You've got to have yeah. a couple of quid on Gareth Barry. I mean, it's always going to get a yellow card. But there, to, yeah. but there was a quality moment in the match. I think they call that Catamol's theorem. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what they. That's what phys- like physicians call it. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, Craig, yeah. uh, Craig Dawson's volley. This was the mm. moment, the quality moment of the match for me. It was so wide, it skewed straight to uh, basically the right back. Yeah, you know, it went that wide, and I was thinking, and it went straight to him there. But is that an attempt at goal? Or a completed pass. I couldn't tell. I'm sure the people at Opta will be let me, yeah, they'll be, let me they know. They probably had an extraordinary general meeting, Opta. They mm. came in especially. <laughs> Imagine they all came in in their pyjamas at 11 o'clock at night after the game and make a ruling on it. And having said, I'm never going to buy anything online ever again. Hmm. I ended up buying two anti-snore pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your... You go on Instagram and make... Um... No, this actually was in it was in the sun last week. It said, oh, yeah. It said these anti-snore pillows have sold out. They're incredible. Can't get enough of them, people. Really? So of course I. What are the, what's I, in them I, to stop you snoring? I've no idea. Do they even, sit you upright or something? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even investigate it. I've, I've been totally taken in by the article and the the clamour for this particular product. Well, is there a clamour? <laughs> clamour. Not the first day is, of the well, Selfridges sale, is it? They had sold out. Not the new iPhone being released. It's like Silent Night's Cup final, mate. They're really tremendous. Silent Night's Cup final. <laughs> Bring it back to sport. But your previous in, um, in uh, anti-snoring devices is not great. It's Do not you great, remember no. buying those? What was you the and your wife electrocuted yeah. the wife? <laughs> you, and your, you and your wife had these kind of little armlet things, didn't you, that would, if you snored, they would gently yeah. send a little electrical charge through your wrist and wake you up yeah. but you set it too high didn't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did and uh, whoa both of you kind of once started snoring you were woken up in the night so anyway that, well, tell us how you get on with the anti-snore pillows <laughs> I'll I'm sure let you know when it arrives the snorers amongst their audience uh, well, will be people, interested you know, to know you can wreck marriages Come, okay I can well I, I, yeah a uh, couple of things uh, to get you going we're going to talk later on about a classic example of failing to recognise the stars it's brilliant you may have seen it uh, on social media if, if not we'll speak to the Man behind it, very much a football lover, uh, Nate Patrick, over in Australia. Also in Australia, we'll be talking a bit of tennis, a um, couple of stories. Dan Evans and, and Jamie Murray have fallen out over the merits of doubles. And Maria Sharapova, it's not actually on a charm offensive 
uh, at the Aussie Open. We'll be no. hearing from her as well. Um, also, uh, Jade Dernbach will be here. Um, and as we said, we'd like to hear from you this afternoon. I'm failing to recognise the stars. We do remember uh, we had some stuff on this over the years where there was a bunch of uh, football fans. One of their mates went up to look at the monitor at the airport and uh, got chatting to some guy. And uh, they said, where have you been? If we're going to go have a look at the monitor, see what time the flight was. They were on a stag do or something. Mm. He said, oh, yeah, just got chatting to this fan here. We're just sort of shooting the breeze, talking about stuff. And they looked over and it was Sven Joran Eriksson. Yeah. <laughs> he had no idea. Just did 10 minutes with him saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, where are you off to? I'm off to Stockholm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's you good. go there much, do you? <laughs> so I'm um, failing to recognise the stars. Talksport.com, text 81089. <laughs> Have you seen David? Have you seen David Morris's tweet? <laughs> well, he said, you're supposed to put the anti-snore pillow over your face. That's how it works, <laughs> says actor David Morrissey. Yeah. Speaking for all the Liverpool fans there, Andy. Uh, yeah, yeah, knowing what your previous is with them as well. Thank you, David. Uh, where are you off to, Andy? noise was coming out of the headphones. I had to turn it off. It was driving me potty. Oh, OK, fair enough. Could have waited until the break, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, now, you know, for example. <laughs> Would have been a better idea. Uh, also this afternoon, to get you going on this, you probably saw that, that moment in the Australian where Serena Williams uh, walked out. Uh, Simona Hallett was getting her announcement, and she went out and she had to do that walk back. Have you seen it? No. And, uh, yeah, they sort of announce, and, and, join, and then she walks out, and then it, but it was the walk oh, on for Hallett. they normally walk together, don't So they? it was a bit eggy. Oh, dear. It was a bit eggy. So yeah. look, it happens, you know. You can't, so um, um, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll um, talk about that a little bit later on because Andy's got a very good story along those lines. We know one or two others as well. So it's Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Yes. We've got a few bits from the listeners, actually. I did okay, ask yeah. about failing to recognise the stars. And this one comes with photographic evidence. Uh, Sam says, I was really pleased to meet uh, Cammy and his mate. He, I didn't really look at his mate. I was just really chuffed to have a picture with Cammy. Oh, yeah, look at that. His mate, of course, <laughs> is Ray Parler. That's very good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, poor old uh, Ray standing <laughs> thinking, he doesn't know who I am, through gritted teeth. I'm surprised he recognised Cammy in that Panama hat. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, we have a few others of those as well. Um, my mum once pushed David James out of the way to get uh, me Dion Dublin's autograph. <laughs> Uh, my auntie didn't tell her who, uh, who he was until uh, she was back in the car. Imagine that sort of handing off, rugby style. <laughs> yeah. David James to get the Dion Dublin. Um, that was from R.J. Hinton. Very literary name. Beautiful. Very, yeah. um, Good cricketer's name, R.J. Hinton. It, it certainly is. I'm from Pavilion End. <laughs> this is from Cansry. Um, oh, it's Andrew. Sorry. I don't Andrew or Cansry? I think he means a canary. Does he? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, um, as a schoolboy, I had tea with a friend whose uncle was visiting from New Zealand. It was only after being picked up by my mum that she explained I'd just been chatting with Sir Edmund Hillary. Oh, well. Not bad. Not bad. See, all those questions he could have asked. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. You've been telling us this afternoon about failing to recognise the stars. The catalyst uh, for that will be up shortly, but just a very quick one and a bit of a teaser for us. This is from Matt. He says, lads, I was in the Caribbean with the Royal Navy. I was in a bar chatting to someone. I said, blimey, look, that's Jamie and Louise Redknapp. And the guy said, yeah, I know I'm on holiday with them. I said, well, how do you know them? He said, well, I play football at Liverpool with Jamie. And then it ends there. He didn't mention who it was, the other person. Well, they'll say dot, dot, dot. So maybe he's planning to come back with us after we've had a bit of a guess as to who it might have been. Could be Jamie. Razor? I don't know. It could have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Anyway, Matt, come back and give us the answer. And we do this today. And you've been sending them in. Keep them coming. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 8 and 89 or tweet to TSH&J. After a little Twitter thread that was sent out by mm. uh, Australian commentator and big football fan, 
and Nate Patrick about his uh, folks who are over in the UK at the moment. And he joins us now from Australia. Hi, Nate. Hi, how are you guys going? Good. Good. Yeah, there we are. I mean, it's, it, this is it's got a bit crazy this for you, isn't it? Just a, a little thread on Twitter. You've got a certain amount or your folks have got a certain amount of notoriety in sporting circles. They don't even like sport. That's the exact point. Is it really about me or is it about them? I feel like my dad's taking uh, all the plaudits and rightfully so. Uh, lots of other parents saying, mm. I just resonate with this guy, what his whole experience. That's exactly what I would have done. Uh, but I'm not having any of it. Not one moment. Well, look, as, so people who don't uh, get involved on social media, explain exactly what happened. So uh, my family all live in Australia. However, my mum and dad are over in England at the moment for work. Uh, so we have a WhatsApp group where we just sort of text each other. Uh, to be honest, it's not been particularly enthralling so far. <laughs> they sort of went to the West End. They saw a member of the royal family. I would check it sporadically and be like, okay, good, good, good. Uh, and then I woke up yesterday morning Australia time to quite a few messages uh, and quite confused messages from mum and dad telling the story of how they're on a train uh, heading into London and there were some noisy youths behind them, uh, making an absolute racket playing a card game. And so my dad particularly would sort of just shoot over a few nasty stairs and whatnot, like quiet down university kids, come on. But these uh, these youths were quite, uh, I guess, realistic of what was actually happening. They did go over to my dad uh, as the train was sort of arriving London and say, uh, excuse me, sir, he had a bit of a French accent, uh, one of the gentlemen, and said, uh, I apologize, sir, we were making a bit of noise. Uh, my friend here, pointing uh, at his mate, keeps losing, would you like a photo? Uh, my dad sort of looks at him a bit like, okay, that's a bit of an odd suggestion of a, of a way to make amends, but okay. And so he gives his phone to this person to take a photo of him and my mum. Uh, and this person just sort of looks at him like, <laughs> no, 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 sorry, sir, I mean, would you like a photo with me? My dad looks over at my mum like, what What on earth is this guy doing? Why? Uh, but my dad is quite a polite, respectful man. And so he says, okay, and he gets in the photo. Anyway, I'm, I'm reading through all of this, being like, why are you telling me this story? This is very, very strange. Until I see the actual photo where Paul Pogba has his arm around my dad. <laughs> yeah. Nemanja Matic is standing there as well. They're not unruly youths. They're not university students. It's Manchester United and Paul Pogba. And I just couldn't believe it. Gobsmacked. <laughs> to be fair to your dad, they're not in their sort of club suits or ties. They just look like casual, casually dressed. Well, in blokes. fact, talking of their clothes, looking at some of the exchanges that went on between you and your dad, and your dad said uh, they looked a bit daggy. He said. Yeah, yeah. They said. They said. This they insulting their style. Yeah. yeah, so yeah said they're not very stylish. I mean, <laughs> to look that daggy. How much did it cost Paul Pogba to look that unstylish? He also said they had scuffs. The old backless. Slippers, oh, you know, really? exactly. with socks I've, uh, on. I've got the picture here. I'm looking at it. He's wearing a uh, jumper, I think, Paul Pogba, that mm. says money on it. So he's flaunting it to yeah, some degree. But uh, they don't look that scrummy to me. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, Paul Pogba, World Cup winning player. He uh, It was ruled as an own goal at the end, but essentially he kicked the goal to knock Australia out of the World Cup. So we're all very well aware who he is, but not my dad. All right. So I'm stuck here in Sydney looking at this photo. Uh, I can't do anything about it. And he doesn't even want the photo. He wanted Paul Pogba to take the photo of them. <laughs> it's just absolutely <laughs> baffling. It all begs the question, Nate. Um, you are a uh, football commentator, a FIFA commentator. You work in sport. How did you come to this if your parents absolutely don't like or know anything about sport? 
look, to their credit, they try and engage me some of the time, of course. I, I've taken them to the A-League, the local league here in Australia. Uh, Premier League teams have come across here, so we have seen them play. They don't, they're not completely unwilling. And again, I think them taking the photo and sending it, uh, it didn't have to be a footballer. I think they were just hoping it was anyone in that general sporting field. Uh, it just so happened that it really hit home when it's one of the most famous footballers in the entire planet. Uh, your dad said uh, that Pogba also had red crocodile skin luggage. Uh, <laughs> he said, which struck me as odd. Exactly. I don't understand why, again, it's not the, uh, now that he thinks about it upon reflection, the odd person going up for an autograph, which you wouldn't normally be doing for university students. Mm. He's looking at the scuffs. He's looking at the luggage. These are the details he's focused at. Uh, I think my mum started to get a bit more clued on. But again, they would have walked out of there without a photo, without saying anything. And it was only because of the uh, generosity and the pushiness, I guess, of uh, Madich and Pogba that we even got to this place. Yeah. So I'm very grateful for what they did. As we said, very funny to your parents than yeah. the, 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 the tweet in capitals where you have a right go at them. <laughs> it's very, uh, but in a sweet way. I just, they are, they just, it wasn't registering. I think I started off a little bit like, okay, I'm trying to understand where it is that you're coming from. Hmm. And then I've said that it's poor Pogba. Nothing, nothing hits home, so we just keep going. I try to explain, he's won the World Cup with France. He plays for Manchester United, you know, that team that's on the telly every single day. Still nothing. And then by the end of it, they got off the train and they saw a dog that they thought looked cute. So they're all talking about this dog. Uh, and at that point, I've gone on Twitter to be like, hopefully there's someone out there that understands that meeting Paul Pogba and uh, getting a photo with him is not an everyday occurrence, particularly when you live in Australia for most of your life. Anyone that can call their parents adorable Muppets must have a good relationship with them. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> now, as we said, I am... Sorry, carry on, Nick. No, I was just saying, I am, I am grateful for the relationship with my parents. I think it's uh, a good level of respectful while being able to say what you think. I'm sure if it was the reverse scenario, if there was a royal family member or uh, an older actress or actor that they were interested in, uh, it could be very much reserved. But, you know, it is what it is. It's yeah. okay. We move on. Uh, one final one, as I said, he's got a fair bit of notoriety, this, and as Gary Lineker was saying, he loved it, etc. on social media, and we know Paul Pogba's pretty active on social media, so I, I would imagine you'll get some kind of response from him or one of the players who was there at some stage, if you haven't already. Well, I think that's uh, what most of the comments have been so far. Everyone's tagging Paul Pogba, tagging Matic. Of course, there are other footballers that are involved in this, mm. but because they didn't come up to offer a photo, I will never have a clue who they are. <laughs> it's not like my mum and dad could pick them out of a lineup of anyone on that carriage. So, uh, yes, anyone out there, Manchester United players, if you're listening, Paul, I'd love to get in touch and firstly apologise on behalf of the Patricks and of Australians and let you know that what you did is very much appreciated. Good stuff. Good to talk to you, Nate. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for having <clears> me. There's Nate Patrick there, uh, the Australian whose parents met up with the Manchester Good United story. team and didn't know who they were. And Matt's come back. Uh, oh, yeah? Who yeah, was it? Earlier on, I'm on holiday with uh, Jamie and Louise Redknapp, he said. Oh, really? How do you know them? I play football with Liverpool, uh, at Liverpool with Jamie. Uh, and Matt comes back and says, sorry, chaps. It was Phil Babb. Okay. <laughs> you may have, if you're having a guess, well done if you said Phil Babb. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Andy is just uh, re-emerging the studio, grimacing like a baby in a lemon. <laughs> what, what's going on, Andy? It was... Uh... A satsuma, quite sharp. Really? Just mm. shocked so you a bit, did it? Basically like a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yes. Basically like a lemon. lemon. Uh, anyway, we uh, we spoke earlier on to Nate Patrick, whose mm. um, folks don't like football, and met a bunch of guys on a train over here in the uh, UK. He's in Australia. Mm. And um, and it was Paul Pogba, uh, Emmanuel Matic, and the Manchester United team. Um, they had no idea any of them were. Not a clue. So you've been telling us uh, today about um, not recognising the stars. Um, Barry, the cabbie, said he used to do a bit of personal security work one night, working the Brixton Academy, and my mate stopped a long-haired shirtless man from entering the stage area. It was indeed Iggy Pop. Oh, really? Who was supposed to be on stage at the time. Um, Danny tells us that, um, he said, the waiters and boss in uh, in my local curry house near Penny Hill Park failed to recognise the All Blacks rugby team until another customer told them in which case the old camera came out <laughs> yeah. and they've now got the signed picture hanging on the wall <laughs> yeah. so they made up brilliant for it. Yeah. Oh, well done to them uh, now Jose Mourinho he thinks that uh, he'll be in club management by the time Qatar 2022 comes around yeah. and I was thinking about this if he takes a job starting next season that'll be 2019 yeah. give him his three years that he already spends he'll be gone that'll be he'll his be, third he'll season he'll be able to do punditry work <laughs> he will he'll be yeah. available is yeah, it normally he hasn't thought it through? Does he see through the third season? Is it is it towards the end of the third? It'd probably be around that be November. Both. They would have had both. enough of him. Yeah, that's normally the time. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it might be good time. Surely it's sort of like you know, it might work. It might work in his favour. Yeah, he can go and do punditry for the World Cup and then go and get another job afterwards. Have a few months off. I hadn't thought about that. It's true. I do like this story in the Daily Star today. Uh, Sir Cliff Richard has warned his fans online imposters posing mm. as him could try and steal their cash. 
Who fought for that? Hi, yeah. Sir Cliff Richard here. I've won the Nigerian lottery or whatever it is. You just send me £200,000 and I'll be able to claim a million and give it to you. The thing that will do it, of course, when he comes in and goes, congratulations. <laughs> and that's when you believe surely it's Cliff, no, isn't it? Surely yeah. nobody would think that they'd get a letter from Sir Cliff asking them for money. But there you go. Obviously, people would. <clears throat> this is um, an interesting story. It was in uh, The Sun yesterday. Apparently, Pep Guardiola has told uh, his players to stop preening themselves. Mm. Um, if they want a clean sweep of trophies, so said the son. He's told the players to dump the hair gel, moisturiser and aftershave. Oh, really? Concentrate, he said, on the on-the-pitch uh, performance. And an insider at the club has said, you're not spending time doing your hair styling. Well, it's easy for him to say. He hasn't got any hair <laughs> uh, on all of this, apparently. Oh, yeah. And he mimics someone applying face moisturiser. Everything goes into the performance, uh, he said. So uh, you may recall um, back in uh, 1971 when Hunter Davis wrote The Glory Game oh, yeah. inside Wonderful book. Uh, behind the scenes at Tottenham. Same things were happening. You had like sort of Bill Nicholson saying all this, all that, all these hairsprays and aftershave. <laughs> yeah. and aftershave. Eddie, ba- Eddie Bailey there saying <laughs> all that old nonsense, very sweary reaction to all that with yeah. Steve Perrin and all those guys. So nothing changes. Is it 1971 that will stop preening yourself? Yeah, I don't think it does. I, I agree with you. Um, what else? You know I'm a big fan of Striker. In and the Sun, the, the sun, comic, the strip, comic yeah, football, football comic strip. strip. Yeah. And Warbury, they were in the Premier League. Then they got relegated. Mm. and they went You've down. lived it, haven't you, Andy? I've lived the, whole, lived thing. the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, they've been in the World League for the last two years. I mean, their best... It's this game of the season against St. Louis. You think, well, that's great for the away fans. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure people travelling from Warbury, if it even existed, which it doesn't, they wouldn't want to have to go to St. Louis. But a character now wants to... Mm. He said to uh, the main character, I can save the World League. I'm right. Don't bother. Let yeah. it go. You want, you, you want the World League gone, don't <laughs> I you, I want Andy? it gone. You can start a petition. I think <laughs> that might be the best idea. I've got a, I've got a double T20 birthday spread, if you like. Go on, then. Well, I've got to try and guess the age. Of it's I. two people, yeah. but they connect together. Okay, fair okay. enough. All right, Pele so, may join us in a moment. Pele, we'll see. Pele will yeah. be there in a minute. Uh, so the two people whose birthdays it is, I will give you... They're quite tricky, so I'll mm. give you a spread of about... 15. Okay, so I'm going to try and guess these yeah. people's ages. This is a, a double. So and be within 15 years on yeah. both, uh, combined on both birthdays. Yeah, combined on both birthdays. So, All right, then play along at home, folks. Here we go. So it's a very happy birthday Here's to, Pally. firstly, Piper Laurie, the actor oh, yeah. or actress, yeah. Piper Laurie, mm. and also to Caroline Dorney, the literary agent. And uh, Piper was, of course, they met when Miss Laurie was seen hanging around Caroline's house. Yeah. Yes, Piper at the gates of Dorney. That's Thank all. you for 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 you Pink Floyd fans. No, that's perfect. It's perfect. That's very good. <laughs> now give me. Well, they are on the same day. I no, couldn't resist Again, the thousand-yard stare from the producer. Well, it was one of their it, quite early not, albums. You, you like music. I thought you studied music at school. You must know about Pink he Floyd. Didn't, he didn't get an A-level in Pink Floyd. <laughs> I know of them. Yeah, says, I'm aware. Whereas whiff. James Masterson, is, who has taken over our tech offering for the last hour, yeah. is a world-leading expert on music. And he it did bring a smile to his well, face. Yeah, he was impressed. He is. I can he? tell. <laughs> Yeah, he is polite, as he points out. Piper Laurie. <laughs> Piper Laurie. Well, what is Piper? I'm trying to think she is, is it? Piper I think Laurie. She's getting on a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 65. Oh, you're in trouble. Am I? She's 87. Well, I'm, I'm not just in trouble. I'm, I've lost <laughs> you've, it. You've gone. Never mind. Maybe I was thinking of um, I was thinking of Parker Posey, and even she's younger than that. You've got to have a sister. Who's Parker Posey? She's an actress. <laughs> is she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. um, and Caroline Dorney, the literary agent. Um, I, 
85. 69. Oh, that's <laughs> a disaster. What a disaster. <laughs> That Our old well. friend Ali Ross was on form today. Did you see his? Uh, you know, he has in his column. He has like a test card with him at the blackboard, like the old test card with the girl, right on the blackboard, and he yeah. has a little joke on there. And uh, Gemma Collins, who of course did Marilyn Monroe and Dancing on. I didn't see it. I didn't. I wasn't yeah, aware Dancing of it, on I Ice. Meant, yeah. <laughs> the, the GC. Dime bars are a girl's best friend. Oh, oh come on. Wow. <laughs> oh, dear me. That's sharp. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, yeah. back to uh, those tales of family to recognise the stars. And this is the second example of pushing past the celebrity to get to another one because you don't <laughs> really? recognise the one good, you're pushing. It? Um, and uh, it does sound like a bit like a Count Arthur Strong story. He yeah. said, I pushed past Leo Sayer <laughs> to get to Duncan Ferguson <laughs> oh, really? at Butlins in 1998. <laughs> What was Leo Sauer and Duncan Ferguson doing at Butlins in 1990? They'd yeah. gone there together. They might have done. That, that's a proper little and large com- <laughs> yeah. combination, isn't it? I don't think they'd be friends, really. But yeah. there you go. Sorry, Leo, says Jimmy in Liverpool. Um, walked into the toilets in my local and uh, next to me was a man with his leg in plaster. I said, what you done, mate? Playing football? He said, yeah, you could say that. It was Jeff Thomas. Oh, uh, says uh, Stan from Wolverhampton. Uh, this, oh, this is a good one. You'll like this, mm. Andy. This is from Adam. He said, my girlfriend went up to Niall Quinn in Dublin to ask him for directions. He obliged. And then I realised who it was and stood in shock before saying to him, you're a legend, Niall. And he said, oh, <laughs> thanks. And her response was, he gave us directions. Doesn't make him a legend. <laughs> so there we are, Adam. Thank you very much for that. And uh, finally, from the uh, court circular, we'll oh, yeah. find out what What's the royals have been up to. Mm. Uh, 21st of January 2019, the Earl of Wessex, yeah. patron of the National Youth Theatre of Great Britain, this morning attended a supporters' lunch at the Lyric Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> By far the greatest theatre company in the world has ever seen. They all yeah. joined in. The... What supporters? Yeah. Supporters. Well, just get a bit more money in, isn't it? That's what it is. Why not? Another quite nice one from Michael. He said, I sat in a bar in Benidorm three years ago talking to a nice lad. We just got onto boxing and I started to go for my all-time favourite. I said, Lennox, a big Ricky Hatton fan, and he laughed. And I then realised I was talking to Matthew Hatton and Ricky was sitting right behind him. Well, at least he said he was a big fan. Yeah, never was. was, (laughs) Could have been worse. Hatton never did it for me. He could have said that. That's very (laughs) true. So you can keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 81089. Tweet TSH and J. Uh, keep telling us your stories did this you, afternoon. Do you know that Manchester City are the shortest team in Premier League history? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they are. They average two uh, foot six. No, hold on. Where is it? Five foot eleven. You should support them then, shouldn't you? As a show of solidarity. Imagine without without Morata or Morata or Giroud, and you're you're relatively well, you're a shortish team. Aren't we you? are. Chelsea, yeah, really? it makes it. You'd think that City would concede more goals at set plays and corners and things like that. But uh, U.S. Professor Stasinos Stavrines. Okay. Sorry, I do struggle. (laughs) Hello. He said that being close to the ground was a major advantage for midfielders and forwards. Well well done, Professor. Thank you very much. Can you be at work? Yeah. Not like that's blindingly obvious, <laughs> no, no, or anything really. Like no, I can, I can certainly yeah, exactly. see that. Still no sign of Higuain. I know you're, you're very keen for him to, to be in the <laughs> country. and uh, He's not getting here until t- it's too late to sign for tomorrow. And What do you think? I was just making the point. I mean, if, if, if he only gets one, maybe one chance to train with his teammates tomorrow, if, if that, I mean, it's... It's a bit much to go straight into a game if you've not trained. Well, I mean, being on the bench is one thing, but... If I mean, it was me, I'd start with Giroud. Yeah. And I'd have him on the bench and I'd bring him on. I would not play Hazard up no. for him, whatever happens. But 
he just seems... I don't know why he seems locked into it. He wasn't locked into it in the start of the season, but he does seem really keen on it now. It makes no sense. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. So there we are. Uh, we so, I mean, you, you know, you could have been on a train full of ballet dancers. You wouldn't have recognised any of them, would oh, you? It's know. each to their own, really. Recognise Dame Darcy Bustle. Oh, well, yeah, well, she doesn't do it anymore. That's because she's on Strictly. <laughs> still, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Good we point. will catch up with you uh, tomorrow. Tim Vine joins us, and we're talking about the great partnership between uh, Brian Clough and Peter Taylor. Have a good evening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.